What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Young American Podcast. <laughs> my name is Britt. Please excuse my voice. I'm getting over some kind of a respiratory infection right now. It's flu season, and I am sick as a dog. <coughs> I got bronchitis. <coughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Speaking of dogs, this week we invited back a guest that you guys have heard before if you're up to date. His name is Billy Frey, and we talked about dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So if you have a story about a pet of yours or a domestic animal encounter, we'd love to hear it. You can reach out to us on the socials. You can email us. You can send us a note. We tend to read them on here. We uh, go through all of the feedback that you guys give us, and we greatly appreciate it. I usually do this part at the end, but I'm going to go ahead and do it right here, right now. Young American is recorded and produced in Lexington, Kentucky, and this week it was solely edited by my twin brother, Chris. The song that you're listening to right now is original music by us, and the song that you will hear at the very end is by a man named Youssef, or the artist formerly known as Cat Stevens, and that song is called I Love My Dog, and without further ado... This is the Young American Podcast. You don't have to wear these if you don't want to. No, it's kind of scary. This whole thing. Got the Howard Stern. Are you going to bring in Beetlejuice? Uh, what's the meme that's always wrong? What are you doing? <laughs> Just hanging around. <laughs> Is that Beetlejuice? <laughs> yeah. It's Beetlejuice. Just Man, hanging. Nothing. But hanging around. Be like up on that microphone. Chris likes to back away like that. We got to get on there. Johnny is not with us tonight, but tonight we have, we'll just go around the table and say, say your name. Britt. Nathan. Billy. Andrew. Chris. For those of you listeners that you heard a, a small portion of Billy in uh, the Code Brown episode. The faceless there. man himself. <laughs> I am UPS. <laughs> uh, which, was, which was met by very uh, open arms. People thoroughly enjoyed that. That's a... Everybody boops. A, a classic story. Speaking of new jobs, Chris, you got a new... I heard you got a new job. Yeah. Hmm. Where? Do the song. Come on, ride the train. <laughs> no, not that song. <laughs> the train song that you sang the other night. I can't remember the song. What was the train song? Meet, the train, the Meet band, Virginia? There's only. You started singing. Jobs <laughs> of Jupiter? I went back in the atmosphere and dropped <laughs> Jupiter. Ha, 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 What's the other one? Hey, Soul Sister? I said, hey, hey Soul Sister. That's Coach Cal's favorite I song. Meet Virginia. Mm. Yeah, they had a bunch of them. I thought maybe you were going to Cirillo's and you just didn't tell anybody. Hey, that, that would be a pivot. Although I did say the wrong motto. Mike asked me the other night. He was like, oh, where are you going? I was like, train. You know, nothing runs like a train. He goes, that's John Deere. <laughs> I said, uh, you're going to love the way you look. Train. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Uh, can't stop a train. Can't stop. It. That's what it is. HVAC. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, <laughs> so nobody had any problems getting over here. People that are listening, we're recording this in the middle of a massive snowstorm, and we are on our fourth day of NTI 
Uh, we have a teacher. <laughs> no snow days. Yeah, yeah. It's deceiving what is, because what does NTI stand for? Stands uh, for not. Well, do you all know actually? Non traditional. Yeah, but basically, they do like an hour of work on a little Chromebook laptop. Brendan Brendan's in kindergarten and he does like ditto paper like yeah. like little like trace these like Xerox exactly so well, exactly how does that not make up for like why would you have to have a makeup day at the end of the year if they're having NTI that's the that's, that's the, the reason yeah so we so don't. You don't oh you don't have to make it up if you right. do NTI yeah. but that's I mean, what I thought you, you've essentially right. taken away snow days for kids and just said like basically here's an an hour of you know, and that work. occurred with COVID, right? Yeah. They were like, it's going to be NTI days. We were one of the last. So all the surrounding smaller counties have been, have been doing NTI, not with Chromebooks, but with paper. Yeah. For six years, seven years. How do they give them, give they, them paper they, at the beginning of the year? They set, they, they, as part of their summer prep, they put together. So it would have to not technically ne or necessarily be a unit or a lesson. It'd be something that can be standalone. Yeah. And then that way, so they've been... Like Scott County, Jessica County. Well, they were they were calling off a lot more than yeah. So yeah, exactly. So the counties that are like for any amount of snow, we're calling off. They recognize that it'd be nice if we didn't have to add two weeks or lengthen the day. Yeah. Do um, you like this time as a teacher? <laughs> having off? Yeah, I love it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I like I've always said if I could, if if the five day work week was like maybe a day in the middle, maybe Wednesday or something, Tuesday, whatever, was a just like a records day where we just got to lesson prep and grade and stuff. So that's, I've been doing a little bit of that, trying to read a bunch. And watching Spike Jones movies in 10 minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched, yeah, I watched her. Andrew said, I'm on my third installment of her. Walking Trees <laughs> is amazing. I said, it's not even that long. <laughs> yeah, so that's been good. I don't, I mean, I don't have any kids at home. So that's, it's, it is a, I would imagine it's so different to have, when their day gets canceled and then suddenly their day becomes your day. And you still have to do stuff as a parent. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Like Avery with NTI stuff, I keep trying to get her to stop. Stop. <laughs> I bet. And she just won't. She won't do it. She's like incapable. Lily, on the other hand, she's like she's, she wants to to learn and wants to do the work, or so. Yeah, or or maybe she's incapable of at this point incapable of breaking rules. She mm. can't do it. I see. Oh wow. Yeah. So I'm breaking rules for her, like. Sometimes I hold her out of school and take her in at like lunchtime, mm -hmm. and she, <laughs> she fights the whole process. I mean, she enjoys it, but won't admit she enjoys it. Mm -hmm. Like I took her to like Maple Street Biscuit for breakfast, and um, <laughs> she just can't. She has to like confess it when we go to the front office to the. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't really sick. <laughs> I wasn't I'm sorry. Sick. He did it. He did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That reminds me, when Britton and I were in high school, we 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 run on Spanish time. That's right. Coming in, we forever would be always five minutes late. Like, not late enough to be, oh, that we need a doctor's note or something, but like late enough to where you're going to say for detention or whatever. And my mom finally just photocopied or <clears throat> Xerox copied a, Ditto. a, a paper <laughs> that said, uh, we have a f uh, family emergency, and she just signed a bunch of them. Like 20 so of them for each We one had of a us. stack yeah. of them in our glove box, and so we would come in. And, and she basically, when she handed them to him, she was like, when these run out, you're done. So don't come oh asking my. me. Or so like we got there, and our, our attendance lady got to where we would walk in. She was like, Pendleton, 
Let me guess. Family emergency. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the same paper every time. It would suck if one of you was at school and the other one decided to not go, and then you used it, right? Like, only one of you had a family emergency. Well, also, like, a, a family emergency that made me three minutes late, yeah. or, like, two, ten oh, minutes yeah, late. Yeah, like, it got <laughs> solved. It's over now. <laughs> okay, it was short The family emergency was. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about with this? Because if you go to private school, They've got like Bo had school today, right? Fayette yeah. County did not. Yeah, they Bo go went because he goes to school. a little little private school. Uh, He's in private school. No, it's a, I mean it's a preschool, but it's oh. like a it's at a held at an Episcopal church, so they go off the Catholic school schedule. And the Catholic schools <laughs> didn't uh, parent the Greco-Roman calendar. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorites. But here's what I was thinking of when you said that is Chris and Nathan Miller and Tevis back in the day. When we would be called off school, LCA, Lexington mm. Christian Academy, wouldn't. And so they would get it in their heads. School's canceled. We're going to go to LCA and see Nathan. And Morons. So it was like a big like endeavor to get dressed, and we would go and we would pretend to be students at LCA just to see how long we would last in there until we got caught. It's only like a... a person at that age would be like oh we don't have school today well let's go to another school let's go to a different school that, it, that i think that's where you started like the thrill of trying to get into places yeah, well, well <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> is that not the dumbest which thing you, you've ever well it's i mean i think that's hilarious which you can't even remotely do now mm. no you can't at all Seven, yes, in the last six years, you could you. It's gone from being able to just walk into a school, potentially sit through an entire schedule of classes, and to now, if you don't have your student badge, you can't even enter the building. Um, That's wild. They'll print you a oh, new you have one. To have a badge. Yeah, yeah, you have to have a student ID badge, and so if you don't have one, you can get one printed, but you still have, you, there's like a special place to do that, and then you can go in. So it's funny, like even that wasn't that long ago. What tw- how long ago was that you were doing that? Oh, don't make me say this, Andrew. 20 years ago? Okay. It is, it is crazy it took us this long to get to become safe at, at private or public schools. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> That'll be cut. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> God. Bin well, Laden. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to be, you're what, a month from a month kissing from the ambulance goodbye? Kissing right? it goodbye. See you Less later. Less than a month? Now, will that... The re-entry into normal life, will that, uh... They say it takes, like, three months or something like that. To like stop the... seeing death everywhere or whatever? <laughs> to stop... Yeah, death, I think it's death, just for your, like, death. biological clock to yeah. just, like, do you all go sort to, like, of reset. Do you go to counseling or anything? They offer it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. That would be, if I were fire chief, I would make that mandatory for every person oh, that runs Chris, uh Chris Sweat said that, that you, um, you can speak to this. Do they tally like your like the super severe runs you make? And then if you get they so do. many, they make you, they call you in and basically yeah, check yeah. on your heart. Hey, that's exactly right. How many like, like, what like threshold of yeah, DOAs so they, or suicides yeah. or like pediatric stuff like that. And they'll just like, you know when you've made it because you get a phone call. Yeah. Pendleton, it's for you. And they're just like, hey, they're checking in on you and seeing how that is. So, I mean, we've got a really good peer support team that all encompasses all that stuff. And I think it's actually really good. Like, how's cheese doing, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. How's cheese? Well, I just, I did, uh, the last thing I do want to say before we jump into the actual topic is Britain is 
how you you again somehow have the ability to turn a trip to Atlanta. Oh my oh, gosh, dude. dude. Who went and visited your John and Natalie? To, to increase the the drive time exponentially is, is unbelievable. So John is not here tonight. He sends his regards from the grave. He sends his best. <laughs> he sends his best. From the uh, John's not feeling great, so he he's sitting this one out. But we went to Atlanta last weekend to visit them. You know, we go two three times a year, and Billy, I swear, something happens every single time. It's five. You can get there in five, six, six and a half if there's traffic. Yeah. We you turned it. that mother into eight, nine, and made a record of 11 hours this past time. 11. Oh. Last time he drove a crank flashlight down. Oh, dude. In July, he drove a... A, a Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. It was awful. I mean, I, I loved the vehicle. I was like, man, this is kind of cool. And then just not suitable for highway travel. Like just the charge wouldn't wouldn't take, and it was just like a oh, countdown. Wow. Like you're driving you an to, atomic bomb. If you were to be the owner of that Tesla, can you turn off the regulation? Yes, like, you can. It was governed at like 78 miles per hour, 80 miles per hour, something like that. It was yeah. right under. So you can go fast. Brutal. If you owned it, you could do whatever you want. I like, think you like can. A car. Mm-hmm. What, was the, what was the average speed that you went this last time? Oh. It was like between 38 and 42 miles per hour on the interstate. Was the and like once we hit Tennessee, it was just like whiteout conditions. Just what, people why, why were you in a Tesla? I wasn't. That was in the summertime. Oh. <laughs> good, no, in good question though. Yeah, yeah. So Liz went down there. I was meeting the guys. We went and saw Blink One Eighty Two in Atlanta. It was when Juno was born, and Liz took the vehicle. I didn't want to take my truck. And she was like, I'll, I'll rent a vehicle. You go pick it up. And then she sends me a text and she's like, hey, I rented you a Tesla. And I was like, oh, no. So, like, we get in there and set up and, you know, like, I had to just look up YouTube videos on how to turn it on. Like, you get in there and you're just like, I don't, I'm, I set it up. It's got this big screen. I set up Netflix. It's Brennan and I. And he's sitting in the back, and I bring up, you know, Puppy Dog Pals or whatever he wants to watch, and it's it's set up. And then I put it in drive, and immediately it all shuts off. And it's like, you cannot use this function. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. While you're I don't driving. Have anything. Oh. It has no cigarette lighter, no charger, so I couldn't, like, plug in his TV or anything. So he was pissed going out. But then it says on the console, it says... Because it's a Tesla, you can only charge it at Tesla stations. And it's like, Knoxville, uh, X miles to get there, you can get there at 37% battery. And I was like, great. So I mark it in, and we're on our way. Realize that it's governed. Well, this is going to take a little bit longer. So we hit the interstate, and it's just like 36, 35, 34, 33, 25 and i'm like what is going on well if you're riding an electric car everything if you've got the ac on if you have the lights on if you have the music playing it's pulling from the battery and so that's just like that percentage is only the like the motor if the motor is running that's what the percentage is and so it was just like this nightmare to get there I was laughing at the, you had the windows down to save on oh, the power. Oh, dude. <laughs> said, yeah, there dad, was a point. dad, dad, There was what? a point where I had, See like. See that plane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a point where I had all the windows down just to conserve the battery. Because it's oh, July. July, yeah. Uh, and we're just. Your... 
so loud. I texted your wife. I said, hey, how's your husband's morale? She was like, well, we're finally to Richmond. Surprisingly good. <laughs> 11, so 11 hours, you said? It was 11 hours, oh bro. Oh, my. Brutal. So many hours. Almost. That's how long it took Andrew to watch her. <laughs> Did, didn't Mike Wedding say they're selling a bunch of Teslas, like one of the car rental, like Hertz? Yes, Hertz. Selling them oh. on the cheap. Yes. You should get one. They're <laughs> It'd be a great round town car. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie that we're about to review. Sisu? Pets. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can tell a lot about people by how they treat animals. Are they a pet person? Are they avidly against having pets? Kind of go around the table. Pet person, dog or cat? Brit. I'm a pet person, hardcore. Should we say what we have? I've got a dog. I do not care for cats. I've had dogs. a cat. You have I two do dogs. have two dogs. I'm sorry. One's like sorry. sitting here underneath <laughs> no, the table. The other one needs to be apologized to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've always had a dog. Uh, we've we've had cats too, but Kitson. I'm not big on cats. Kitson. Kitson. Yeah, we're, we're great at naming animals. <laughs> it's cat. Dog. Dog. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad growing up, they had Kidder, who was like, and I think that's probably why I cannot stand cats, is because Kidder was this like stray that they brought in and was so mean to us as small children. We mm-hmm. just had scratches and little that was kid, the well, greeting. But I look at Bo now and the way that he treats animals, mm. like even the ones that he loves and is interested in. <laughs> I just think like a stray that's probably been through the ringer. Oh, yeah. You bring him into a house with two kids, they're like, <laughs> I'd probably do that too. Yeah. Dog person. Uh, I'm definitely a pet person, <clears throat> animal person in general. Um, prefer dogs to cats, I think. I've always had dogs growing up. We We had cats too, but... I always want, like, I think I would like cats if they acted more like dogs. Because I think, <laughs> like, if they if they wanted to, like, cuddle yeah. and, like, I've met definitely met cats that I liked. But I just think in general, cats just, or they scratch you. And honestly, I think the whole kitty litter thing is gross. <laughs> and that's probably my own fault. You got to earn the affection and the responsibility. It, you got a pet. You got a responsibility. When I, yeah, I mean, I've told that story on this podcast, I think, when I, when I dumped that kitty litter down the kitchen sink in my college house. <laughs> oh, my God. Andrew, Andrew and all of them walk in like, what the f*** are you doing? I was like dumping his kitty litter in, in the back. Oh, they trying you, to get it all out. All the turds. Bah, bah. You walked in in the act? Down yeah. the sink? Yeah. Ooh. I didn't know. How'd you get it was out? Was there a disposal? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I just was doing what I had to do, and then I, then I took it, and I... Dumps it out the back, off the back porch. Yeah, we, we it didn't go down the sink. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of weird that you're Shocker. just. I just like I like that you put a dog outside. It does its business, comes back in. Like it just sucks that the, you're living in the cat's Shakaka. all the time. Yeah, and I don't like the smell of kitty litter. Who does? Especially the 18 year old stuff I was buying at Kmart or does, whatever. You got to you got to train him to go outside. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah. our cat Hobbs. He always went outside. I couldn't stand the litter box. Hobbs. He would he would yeah. go outside. He was a little bit like a dog. There, see, there's there's like cats. A dog. There's cats I've encountered. That's what I'm saying. I like I I yeah. can't write off all cats because I've yeah. definitely met like the Hobbs or yeah. I had a cat that I, that was really affectionate when I was at that said college house. But uh, but 
who knows what happened to her, honestly. I think she got lost in the walls of that place. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I moved out in the next year. Uh, uh, Noah said that he he swears he saw her, and she looked a little mangier. <laughs> like mm. she had appeared out of the wall. <laughs> like it has been living on. her ghost. Yeah. Laszlo. Billy? Laszlo. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, I, since a, a young kid, all animals, dogs and cats equally for different reasons. Dogs are definitely more more loyal. Cats would lick up your blood if someone slit your throat. But that's part of like <laughs> <laughs> and look at you while you're bleeding out. But there's something in that independence that I like. So yeah, across the board. All what pets do you have now? Right now? Right now, oh, man. We're in. So we lost. Uh, you know, you guys had all met Tucker and Hobbs, dog, cat. And long run, both of them. And then we were in this stage of like digging no pets because we had two smallish kids. It was like, hey, this is kind of nice not to take care of any pets right now. And uh, then the kids went down the street and visited neighbors that were uh, breeding these bougie like little mini doodles, which was a mistake. I should have never let them go. So (laughs) now we have this doodle that I don't like, but I love. Because I love animals, but she's just so needy. Like she, she's sounds like exactly what you'd want. Ooh, I didn't know this. Yeah, like just always up on you, like doing the paw. I think just, that's a doodle thing. Yeah, right? doodles. Like a doodle thing. They are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's parts of her. I, here's bottom line: is the kids love her, and she lets them ragdoll her, and there's not a yeah. mean bone in her body except towards squirrels. So she's staying around. It's just ragdoll. It's just a lot of. I mean. It's it's twelve grand a year just to keep them from getting matted. I'm like, yes. I don't, oh, I, yeah, I'm paying to... for this hypoallergenic pet. This is why I, I find dogs that are stray and I rescue from the pound. You don't have to bathe them, but like twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> how how old were Tucker and Hobbs? Tucker was getting ready to turn twenty. Oof, that is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Hobbs was like eighteen, so they're right right alongside each other. And where did you you found Tucker? Why is he named Tucker? Yeah, uh, a couple of name changes. So he, I said, he found me. Like I was, I, I would typically, I'll take like a week out of the year and head down to the monastery just to clear my head. And uh, the monks, a lot of people, it turns out they drop off um, animals at the monastery thinking the monks will take them in. But the monks are these grumpy old bastards that <laughs> throw them some cheese and then they take them to the local pound. So uh, Tucker, who was nameless at the time, he started following me around on my walks, like around the, the the acreage they have down there, and and then he started like just hanging out with me at lunch and then sleeping in my room. And then when it came time to go, I asked the monks if it was all right if I took him with me, and uh, they didn't give a shit. So he just <laughs> I, I, I opened my door and he like jumped in, <laughs> fell asleep in my lap, and and then he wasn't. He first was. I, I'm a big Thomas Merton guy, you know, reading Seven Story Mountain, and his name was seen a pattern like we changed our first kid's name too so his first name was merton and then it, it was just no one got it i hated explaining it to everybody so we just picked a dog name that still sort of sounded similar oh i thought it was friar tuck well you guys turned it into friar tuck i think when it came along okay. so it just kind of worked so yeah oh that's re- that's where we were going yeah so, did, so was was tucker a puppy when you met him? Yeah, he was about three months. He'd been out in the kind of, somebody dropped him out in the woods mm. and he just made his way to the monks and they threw him some bourbon fudge and cheese. 
<laughs> long enough for me to get there. Who couldn't resist? And then within like two weeks, because um, I, I vividly remember it because I was a, a single guy. I was like early 30s. And then I, I'd, I'd gone to the pound because I'd rescued another animal. And Hobbs was an owner gives up. Like they just set him on the mm-hmm. counter because he was too fluffy or something. Mm. Uh, they were allergic. And I was there for something else. But this little paw came out and kind of grabbed my sleeve and wouldn't let go. And I was like, you know, I'll I'll take him. And <laughs> so he came along. So I had both these pets. The reason I said early 30s, because about that stage, most people are thinking like, Maybe I should settle down and find a find a nice girl to marry. And then I was thinking, like, who's gonna marry a dude with like two fluffy animals and an old, you know, eighty three Land Cruiser? Enter Laura Life Ray. Only one, <laughs> only one would do that. Yeah, Hello, she still Laura bitches Ray. about all the fluffy hair, though. <laughs> well, but you don't have any more f- fluffy hair. I know we have this twelve grand a year. Uh, grooming fee for a hypoallergenic. <laughs> you probably still find Tucker hairs. I did woven just into like it's I mean, everywhere. I bet it'll be years before. Yeah, I just put on a coat I had from yeah. back in that era. And those gold, like, those golden, golden mixes are like without the doodle in them will forever leave hair. Yeah, I kind of joked with Lorelai because we got when uh, dude, I'm taking all the time before. No, 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 no. There's before no, before, there's before no time limit. I came tonight. Uh, I said, yeah, they said the topics like pets or something. Lorelai was like, oh, I said, yeah, I said. You think I should bring Tucker and Hobbs? She goes, you mean the Christmas ornaments we had made on the tree? I was like, Tucker and Hobbs on the mantle. <laughs> like, they're right there still. We haven't had the burial service because we haven't found the right time yeah. to do it. What? So they're just, their ashes are in boxes, like on the mantle. <laughs> it's so, you know, it's just wrong. But I didn't bring No, no, no not wrong. Well, yes, we're going to have, we'll have 20 years. So wait, I don't wait. Think it- isn't is it an urn? Aren't you supposed to? Are you supposed to go and spread the ashes somewhere? But don't people? Some people, like in uh, in meet the parents. Love oh, you, ma. Miss you. Love you, ma. <laughs> miss you. Miss you every day. I thought you were going for what was that in with uh, with oh, the coffee? Big Lebowski. <laughs> the Lebowski. No. Good night, sweet friends. What's his name? So many young. It's in his beard and his robe. <laughs> the wind. Changed. I commit you to the bosom of the Pacific Ocean. Good night, sweet friends. <laughs> Donnie loved bowling. Have you seen Nine Months with uh, RDJ and Zach Galifianakis? And he's got... that wasn't nine months. It's uh, it's uh, um, it nine months. Due date. Due date. Due date. That's right. Was that yeah. the other guy? Was that? That's where he's he's got Seth. he's got like his I think it's his dad or his his mom. Oh, I'm something. thinking knocked up. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, oh yes, he's got his dad or something. He's try traveling with the ashes. He didn't have anything to put it in, so he's got it in a Folgers coffee can. Or Robert Downey Jr. does, and he he wakes up one day and and uh, Zach Galifianakis is like, hey, would you like some coffee? He's like, it's a little tacky, but no, it's 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 Zach Galifianakis's dad, and uh, that's. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. He's made. He's. I. I made that coffee you brought with you. <laughs> that's he's right. like. You know. In a strange way, I think that's the way Dad would have wanted to. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that one. Really? And I don't think so. Todd Phillips. Pretty good. Andrew. Yeah. That's Todd Phillips. Mm-hmm. What? Andrew. Oh, you, uh, pet, pet yes, person. Uh, pet person. Took a long time for our family to get there when I was a kid. So like a late entry into the pet world. But we've got a. My wife and I have a seven-year-old golden retriever. You're a golden family. Who occupies about a, th- a little over a thousand photos on the shared photo album. Um, <laughs> my parents have a golden. Devin's have had three. 
have had three. Yes, they're on their third golden. Have you guys? Have you guys always had one growing up? The, uh, we. I was a. Se- I was in seventh grade when we got one. Our first dog was a golden. Um, and then when she passed, the second one they got. I mean, we were out of the house, but so we had like a, a family dog as a kid, and then Bentley's our first, like Bentley. our dog. Did you name our. it? So we uh, Bentley was an owner give up through this organization called Grand. G-R-R, see, Golden Retriever Rescue and Adoption of Needy Dogs. G-R-R-A-A-N-D. J-R-R-R, Tolkien. <laughs> and he, uh, so he was two years old and his, I think the family he was with had another kid and gave him up. He was, he was Bailey. They changed his name to Bentley before, sometime before giving him up. And then we got, when we got him from his, the foster interim family, she was like, well, he's already, his name's already changed once, so we just kept it as Bentley. Uh, Maggie's name was Bailey when we got her. Devin doesn't like Bentley because she thinks it makes her sound country when she says it. Bentley. <laughs> Bentley. So she's she has resolved to call him Benny. Which is cute. Which is, yeah, fine. We ended up, I mean, as you know, it's like you call your animals by everything other than their... Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Nathan's dog is named Maybe, and it's Marbles. Yes, for me. Her her name when we got her was Michelle. <laughs> right. I also love human human like that. Yeah, like so strange. Like Josh, when, oh, when, uh, whenever she's yeah. acting up, which is often, uh, Courtney Adams' wife always calls her Michelle. That's her like alter ego when she's being <laughs> it's bad. Dead, it's her dead Michelle. name. Oh, that's, so uh, we had a friend uh, in high school named Will Dowdy. Shout out Will if you're if you're listening. And his dog's name was Chris. There's this little like. <laughs> A little spaniel thing, and it was always jumping up on you and jumping. And they were like, Chris, Chris, no, get down, Chris, get outside. And the first time I walked into his house, I was like, Oh, uh, uh, did not know that was, I didn't know that was this dog's name. <laughs> Parents are just screaming, Chris, that's a great Someone dog having name. a seizure. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> There's a naming like naming a dog or naming a pet. I wish that Johnny was here because. One, Johnny around pets is just funny to me. One, he's never had a dog and he likes dogs. He does. He loves he loves Bentley. But like if especially if you're around Johnny with a dog that's either like not obedient or like very hyper, he's like, No, hey, dog, dog, nope. Don't, don't. Natalie. Are you getting him confused with his wife? Yeah, Natalie will go. (laughs) Natalie says nothing. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. She's the most polite. She's so polite to any dog that tries to jump up. It's it's a very like, does I mean it turn turns her trying turns her hip and kind of like knee put the knee out and no thank you no thank you no thank you <laughs> Nathan Nathan no thank you Nathan Nathan maybe Nathan no thank you. <laughs> Wait, do you so I know John's not here to defend himself and he can later, but do you mean he's like because with with my with Bentley because Bentley only seeks the human touch. That's all he wants. Is I mean. He's a lap dog. He's like so. So he, John John acts like a what I would imagine like a twelve year old kid. Oh yeah, who has not had a dog acts around their dog when he comes so, over to our house. Uh, the one thing that I I vividly remember about John, and I'm sure that he will write write this story whenever he gets it. But he lived with in, in like call at right after college. He lived with Scott Wigging, Johnny, Brian, and Andy Sprinkle, who all of a sudden decided to get a bunch what kind of dogs were they they were weren't they like uh some kind of a beagle mix or something yeah they were some sort of beagles but they were puppies and there were four of them there were three or four of them and john 
loved them. And then like <laughs> once it came time for them to go in the cage and like sleep, they were just rah, 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 all night. Yep. And wine. And he was just like had had enough. And he like went downstairs and he was like, no. No, you know, like shake the cage. <laughs> like, no, shut up, stop it, stop it, dog, shut up. But it's just it's like a twelve-year-old kid yes. that has not interacted with animals a lot. And I'm making him sound like an absolute <laughs> moron, but I just remember I never knew. Let's leave this in. John had uh, what were those? One of those Japanese fighting fish. And that was like the closest. Yeah. I remember that was the closest thing to a pet that he. We were all like trying to show a mirror closest, to it. The closest thing to a pet, not a pet. <laughs> I mean, is is a fish a pet? If yeah. it's in a tank, is it is it a pet? It's an unfortunate pet. Oh man, yeah. Do you do you Billy? classify it as pet, Billy? Um, I'm sorry, I zoned out. I was thinking about the tarantula and rattlesnake in a cage. Scorpion in the tree. Do I think of a a, a fish? Is our fish as pets? If you're in a tank. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good starter. Okay. You know, because it's, you know. Liz said something earlier. She said that, hey, if you guys are talking pets tonight, Jenny and I had a, her roommate in college, they had a fish and they forgot that they had one in college and their room just started to stink mm. and they didn't know why. And it because they completely neglected this thing in the corner. She said they were so sloppy that, that they didn't know where the fish was. <laughs> we were just slobs. <laughs> it was like, how do you lose a bowl of water with a yeah, living thing? The life thing of a fish it? at a pet Dude, store is I, 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 I had that app with a, like a rainbow iridescent shark. I had it in a tank, and it was about this big when I got it. And then I thought all the fish had died, so I kind of given up on it. And just out of sheer laziness, I had the tank, and I just kind of put it to the in the garage, and it just got all murky. And then I went out to clean out the garage one day. I went to move it, and there was like, like oh, he was in there. Horror movie in there. And it had grown to about this big Whoa. on its own because they just eat all the, of the owls of an arm and just foot. And it was just, I mean, you couldn't see through the water. It was just black. So I cleaned it all up, you know, got the tank all clean, fresh water, got him in a bag. And then I, I, I put him back in there and he died. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was too much of a shock going from that dirty I want slop into the, yeah. Lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> heartbreak, yeah. Ugh. I've got a lot of dead fish stories. I have so we grew weird. up with fish. Clay, Clay always had a bunch of fish in a fish tank. We, and the weird yeah. thing is, like, it, yeah, you you all had one at Merrimack, right? Or he had oh, a yeah. tank at yeah. Merrimack. Yeah, two. Just yeah. threw that tank out. He saltwater, freshwater, salt or fresh. Water. Never had, never had a saltwater tank. I yeah, he did. I don't think you could. <laughs> you know, you can tank. trust with a saltwater tank. <laughs> Shut the. <laughs> Hey, big deal. I too, I too, That's your pastor, buddy. That's who you can trust. <laughs> a big deal. He had a shark tank in both <laughs> layers, home layer and office Hold layer. On. What was the? What was the? <laughs> when you're buying a, <laughs> oh, yeah, for your a shark tank, your evil layer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's him, just like. Yeah, I buy it. Uh, so we got a house with a pond, and there were four koi in there, mm -hmm. and it was trying to. So I'm learning how to. Oh, right, care right. for koi yeah. and I'm, I remember you built one in your backyard that we'd helped you with nothing. yeah no no I killed all those koi too <laughs> I, ki I killed the koi on accident well no actually my kids kind of did because there was an owl on the side there that uh, 
supposed to ward off crows and stuff. And once Bo realized that he could pick that thing up, he was just like marching it over his head. And just like, <laughs> so I came down, the, the owl was like upside down with a uh-huh. branch over it. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I should pop this up. And I was like, man, I haven't seen a fish in a while. And once they realized that that thing, I think just, I mean, they, they didn't even float to the top. Like yeah. They, I think crows just. The crows saw your son taking that. They're like, wait, a, wait a minute. Like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys see this? Watch the boy. <laughs> Let the boy watch. Yeah. I forget. We're, Naming we're, pets is yeah, what you were talking about. So you maybe comes from where? Uh, Rest of development. Okay. Yeah. We were, I mean, we went to, that was a funny day because we went, I I really wanted a dog and Mary was like, we can go look at him, but like, I'm just not sold that we're going to get one. And we kind of got like in a big fight, like in the parking lot of the Humane Society. And she was like, I just, it's a big expense today. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to do this. And then I was like, we can just go look. And then it's always how it goes. And I, just and, go look. and I knew we were going to be leaving with a dog for sure. And then of course she fell in love, like maybe kind of chose us. All these dogs are losing their minds. And then there's this dog just kind of quiet looking at us like you know with a with with a with a little bit of a hope in her eyes and so we we went into like the little like they take you into a room uh and uh and they they make you like make sure you're a good fit or whatever and i was like we're taking this dog with us um and then he was like the guy was like hey just so you know this dog um seems calm but she's full-on manipulating you to take her with you because she is absolutely like the pet smart guys saying this at, at humane society yeah and he was like, "This dog is is she's memorized your like she social she, security she knows that if she's calm, you'll take her with you." And and everyone was like, "She can get out of every cage." And like, this dog is kind of nuts, but like, my God, that's Jason Bourne. And, <laughs> and what's crazy is we tried to crate train her and all this oh, stuff. And incredible when we one uh, one of the first days that we had her, I came home. She was out. We left her in the crate. We came home. And she was out of the crate, and the crate was still locked. I still have. We still. Yeah. I wish we no had cameras. Way. We have yeah. no idea how she got out. And they told they 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 were nicknamed her Houdini because they were like she gets out of her crate all the time at the Humane Society. Amazing. And uh, yeah. So anyway, she she's been a she's a very she was a very high anxiety dog for a while, and she's she still is, but she's calmed down quite a bit. And yeah, she's like a completely different in a good way. Like yeah, a completely she's, different. She's dog. five now. She likes dogs or just a few dogs now. Doesn't she yeah, get along she with? Can, she can, she can't coexist with other animals very well, but she's finally started to kind of exist with other dogs in the yeah. same room. Um, that time we tried to take we we didn't try we did we took maybe and Bentley on a walk and maybe was where we had him. maybe look like Hannibal Lecter when they roll him out on that <laughs> yeah. on that dolly but except he's got easy <laughs> and so so Nathan's walking maybe I believe a a, a harness and a muzzle muzzle and with two with two leashes <laughs> and she has like gotten herself wound up there's just there's cables everywhere and ties everywhere and yeah. and she wants nothing more than to like rip Bentley apart but also giving into the walk and it's like, well, I guess I'll walk, but also I'm pissed about it <laughs> and can't see your face. Cause it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, long, she, yeah. She's come a long way. And she honestly calmed down in the nick of time. Cause we was, we brought Malcolm home from the hospital. I was nervous. I was like, we're gonna have to get rid of our dog. And I was like, I was devastated like for no reason. Cause I was like, we don't know that, but I just felt like she wasn't going to do well with the baby, but she's, she immediately took to Malcolm and, and has been amazing with kids always so she's a really great dog but yeah she she was a lot of work she was definitely a labor of love and uh i'm sad all the time at the thought of 
having to say goodbye one day. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm a very optimistic person, but for some reason, like I can't, I always live in fear that like maybe he's going to get out or, um, we've had some, some predicaments in the past that I was like, we're gonna have to get rid of this thing. Um, but she's, yeah, she's just such a, such a part of our house and family, but we gave the gift of dog this year for Christmas, as I mentioned <clears throat> before, but Oh, recently. Yes. Yeah. And it, um, she's great. I love her. Her name's Winnie. The deciding on a name was just mm. insane. I, 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 well, even just the the idea of naming another living being is just strange to me. Cause it's just something I remember when we announced to our family that we named our third child Bo. My dad's first reaction was, "Bo, oh, that's that was the name of my dog growing up." I was like, oh. "Well, now it's your grandson." Uh, but. Yeah, the dog's name was Dolly, and we just went back and forth on, on that. Now they just call it Wog and Woggy. <laughs> so oh, wait, Wog. it was it was already named when you got her. Yeah, she's like six months old okay. or seven months okay. old now. But uh, have any of you all ever lived with a roommate that's had a pet? Yeah, you heard from him already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our first house that we had out of high school. We lived at the Belafonte house. God, what the a bell terrible, hole. the bell hole. What a terrible place. It, kind of sitting in the middle of like a pretty nice neighborhood. And our neighbors hated us. But we lived with Matt Garner. Shout out, Matt. And he had oh, I forgot a, about that. like a little Black Panther looking oh, yeah. cat. Oh, Battle Cat. Battle Cat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Named wow. it Battle Cat. If you're a fan, about that. that was He-Man's cat. Was never a He-Man fan or anything, but I guess that's He-Man's cat that he rides. Seems like a Matt thing. Exactly. <laughs> Very Matt. That's and Sword Cat over there. <laughs> Chris and I had this old oxidized Buick uh, Century, and... We had a carport. We didn't have a garage or anything like that. So, you know, five dudes staying in one house. It was just like a Tetris game every time getting it out. And in the summertime, like we just left the windows down. Battle Cat got in that car. And, I mean, that thing was not a jewel to start with or anything. But, like, the ceiling, I think we've talked about this a little bit. The ceiling, like that fabric upholstery, he just shredded it. All of it, all of it, and you, we. I remember walking out there one time and just being like, well, "Like what happened?" Like thinking, "Like what's happened? Like what's going? What is that dripping from the ceiling?" And then just seeing like just all of these little tiny claw marks. Oh. And then you see Battle Cat like sitting on the Herbie, and he was like, you know, gives this look like, "Yeah, forget you." And then he just <laughs> bounces and just leaves. But I hated that cat, Battle Cat. What happened to that cat? He, I, I have some memory that. Somebody I knew took Battle Cat onto their farm. The old, so to, so to speak, on a way to a farm. <laughs> I think it was. You know, I think it was like realist, like realistic, like like Whitney, maybe. Maybe. Oh like it's a yes, farm cat you're right. Oh. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you catch me now before Alzheimer's hits, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming. I remember in that same house there was another roommate. Jeremy Shelley, who had a, a Britney Spaniel named Boudreaux. Boudreaux. Cajun for buddy. <laughs> that dog stank. <laughs> tongue, his, tongue was, his tongue was always out. <laughs> yeah. Boudreaux's tongue was never in. Always out. Sorry, boys, my tongue's out. <laughs> Stanky boo. That. Boudreaux was like... Stanky boo. <laughs> <laughs> 
He was a bird dog. They, they were the yeah, uh, Britney yeah. Spaniel, I think. Yeah. Right? yeah. That dog was like an on or off. It was either sleeping or just in your grill. But I remember specifically we, and again, it was a bunch of guys in the same house. It's somewhat nice to have the revolving door if you move and then move out. But if you're the last one in the house, then you're responsible for cleaning it and you're responsible for the inspection uh, the inspection, and then obviously the, the deposit that you make. That's going to come back to whoever's originally signed that. And we were the last ones in with Jeremy and... Well, was he, maybe he was gone by that point. He was gone, yeah. He'd been gone for like a couple gone. of days, two, three days. Which is, I don't know how that happened. So we, he moved away. So we're all moving out of this house. It was end of an era. And we're feverishly cleaning it. And you can imagine a bunch of dudes in it's there like for like the dirty-ass frat house. Yeah, cool. so we've cleaned it as best as we know how. We're doing I'm, the... Uh, do, Jeremy moved out. He moves to Ohio. And we're stuck with Don Wagoneer. Yeah, Don Wagoneer. <laughs> Wagoneer? Don that was Wagoneer. his name, Wagoneer? You. Couldn't tell you. That's always how I said it. Don Wagoneer. <laughs> tomato soup. Tomato soup. Yeah. So anyway, he, he comes in. He's checking everything. Everything looks good. He's like, oh, it look, looks good. Impressed with you boys. And he walks around the side of the house, which I don't know how none of us had gone to in the time that we lived there. There was just no reason. There was no grass growing on that side, so there was never any reason to. And he comes around, and you just hear him yell, that dog. Then he I comes, remember he dropped an f bomb on us. Yeah, which was he, like highly unlike none like that dude. And Boudreaux had like dug a World War II trench, uh, uprooted oh, almost oh, the entire side of the house. There, All the, the foundation way around. You could see like where they poured the foundation on like the block. <laughs> it was. I don't know what he it, was. It doing. had to be four feet down. It was. Yeah, it was, you could lay in it. You two people could lay in it, and, and Jeremy's already gone. At this Jeremy's Dawn gone. Bounced. We have no idea about this, and he. This guy's like, does Jeremy know about it now? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy knew about it that day. <laughs> Groundskeeper. And I don't even know what we did. I know we didn't get our deposit back because of that. We were like really. I didn't dig about it. That, but we didn't. We didn't put any dirt back. I'm sure that was just kind of like the. Oh yeah, here you go. But. The, the joys of having a, a roommate that had a dog. I have a funny memory of Nathan walking down the stairs. Nathan, this is when the, you were upstairs at the time. So I don't know I if was, it was cat one or cat two. Yeah, I had two cats in that year. Not the same time, though. Nope. One um, died. Yeah, sadly. Chris but, found it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about you that. You found we, his dead yeah, cat? Yeah. We'd been missing. I mean, they they were hanging out, hanging out at my house, and I had a cat. Lucy was one of them? Yeah, Lucy. This is Lucy. And uh, and you all were hanging out, and then you left. We lived on That's UK's right. campus, and uh, Chris like bust back in the door like ten minutes after you'd left, and I was like, "What?" And you were like, "Is Lucy in the house?" And I was like, mm, "I don't know." Mm. And so uh, that was devastating because then I had to go pick up its rigor mortis body. <laughs> but that was a that was a long in night. The sink. I was like, I just didn't know. I mean, we were lived lived on campus. Like, <laughs> got threw in the sink. Uh, that was brutal. But then you were crushed. That was, I, I felt. I felt. You got one very shortly after that. Yeah, because I think I had been mentioning it to somebody at work, and she was like, oh, my cat just had a litter. Like, do you want one? And she brought one to, like, five people at work, yeah. and so I, I brought it home. But I don't, know if it was the, I don't know if it was the second one or if it was Lucy, but Nathan would live up whenever you're living upstairs. So no shirt, you know, whether it's coming down in the morning no, or, go, or going up. 
in the evening <laughs> and the cat Nathan would sling this thing over his shoulder <laughs> as if it wanted to be there and it would just like dig its claws into Nathan's back and so we'd watch him go up he's like oh, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, and he just like arch back full on I mean just like Jesus the good shepherd just like mauling your back Adam, Adam always talks about <laughs> they hear they hear a blood curdling scream from upstairs and they said, he said he came upstairs and I'm hunched over butt naked in my bathroom with like it scratches all down my yeah. back just adorning your back and then and then it ripped open that bag of rice remember that bag of rice oh I remember this uh, uh, just bag of white rice and had it had, <laughs> had played with and, it up, and it was like all over the floor and it kind of just stayed there for a little bit as, there as, for months. as things do in college but that yeah a, just a different Nathan. The, the memory of you slinging that thing over your back like it was just all in the day's work just whoop, and then <laughs> it was all it was all for, shredding you it was all for a bit like it was all like it worked it was, we it was all for a bit yeah i just I, that was like the time like you all hate it like i would just be naked around the house <laughs> You all a very, me very different version of myself. Do you remember we had a we had a family dog Mia? Oh, Mia! And I remember, I think it was Mia. Do we have Mia in high school? Yeah, yeah. So we had a bunch of people over. I think our parents were out of town, and we'd gone to see a show. And came Dan Rivette came down. And he'd spent the night. We were watching a movie, and Mia in the middle of the night ate his glasses <laughs> so he like woke up and the guy i mean he didn't wear like bottom of the pool coke bottle glasses but like he could not see very well without his glasses so he woke up <laughs> I, forgot about he's that. Like, I mean she didn't even leave a trace i think for him so he finds just the case and he's like has anybody seen my glasses and we're like no man he's looking everywhere for him and then he was like you <laughs> you and that's how we greeted our dog from then on out was like you you owe me a pair of glasses what, did he, was he aware that she ate stuff like that because that'd be the last place i would look i mean the last i think maybe he found like the like the last like the, uh, okay. the frame the side yeah, of the frame the like around like she just ingested somewhere. them yeah just, i mean um, i don't know how you yeah, because we did not find the lenses were gone, like the the frames all except like one side of it was gone. It was just the case, <laughs> which like we're dealing with that now. Or this dog, this new dog, just shreds everything. Everything. Do they? Is that a doodle thing? Yeah. Like I, I'm well, running out of socks. Doodle thing, but yeah, it's bad. It's amazing. I get, Hazel can't. She won't die. Like she's eaten yeah. a full Easter bunny of chocolate. She's eaten like. A bucket of Halloween candy. She just keeps going. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's the worst thing your old dogs have eaten, and then and potentially subsequently thrown up? <clears throat> Has there been like a catastrophic? Good question. Bentley ate a bag of flour. An Sorry, entire bag of he, flour. He ate. He got into a whole bag of flour. He probably he probably ate as in ingested enough. We didn't know how much he ate, but he drew. He, dogs always take stuff to the carpet. And if you don't have carpet, they take it to the rug, which is, must be like a evolutionary, like, you, you notice that? They always take, if you don't have, have you noticed that? There was pee on the carpet. No, oh, they, yeah. Yeah, my parents, every dog we've had, Henry, my parents' second golden, took a roast off the counter on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve and took it to the only carpet in the down, the only rug in the downstairs and just ripped into it. But Bentley grabbed this bag of flour <clears throat> off the counter and took it into our den, which is the only carpeted area in our house. And it was 
everywhere. So I had to use a, I had to move all the furniture out, buy a carpet or rent a carpet cleaner. And then I just assumed it was all going to be fine. And then that night he threw up and we didn't know he threw up till the morning. He threw up more than I've ever seen. Just flout like this, this pasty clumpy. So I had to throw away his bed and he, he seemed <laughs> like fine, but I don't know how he ate a ton of flour. <laughs> yeah. And I just, that was a two day operation of like, all right, you son of a <laughs> And then somehow you still love him dearly. I found yeah. one of Lily's socks that uh, Hazel had eaten and she was going through a stage of swallowing things. And then um, I, if you go to the vet, you're going to pay through the nose. And I went to high school with our, the guy that's our current vet. Hmm. And I called him and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay. What can, you know, what can I do? He said, well, do you have any hydrogen peroxide? Mm. He said, just yep. five millimeters, shove it down the dog's throat. She'll hate it. And then within five minutes, she'll throw up. Sure enough, man, uh, five minutes right on the dot. She just, whoop, whoop, and this big pink sock that we'd been looking for from the match. Just <laughs> Wait, is this Hazel? Hazel. Wait, and did she put it on? Put the oh, sock well, back I just on. Washed it. Yeah, we, okay. yeah, it's still around, it's still in circulation. Did wow. she put it on? Just bile. <laughs> Not right there. <laughs> what what yeah. you this pink sock that we've been looking for for the match. There it is. There it is. You got five minutes. Put it on. Yeah, that check, peroxide check tip is a good one, though. It's Some, good, right? Somebody told me that, like, if if your dog ever eats chocolate or grapes or whatever, you're not all supposed to eat. Above, yeah, which just our like, dog just, is eating all the above. I just open baby's mouth and spray peroxide down her throat. Yeah, I did not know this. Yeah, it's it's gold. Does that work on humans? Probably. Yeah. No. Let's right. find out. I mean, I've tried it. Not on the kids. <laughs> I mean, I've tried it. Like, I've drank it to see. Yeah, you know, just to see what if happens. If you drank enough, it would. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just, yeah, the size of the dog. I don't know. Five millimeters. Let's test it now, do you? <laughs> so I, I've got a. Eat this sock. I've got, we got two dogs. We've got Maggie Mae, who was our, Liz and I's first dog. Love Maggie. Best, best pet we've ever had. Um, and then we just got Wally in October. Um, and Wally is, you know, a little smaller. He was hanging around down here. She. Um, she. That's right. <laughs> but Maggie, this year, we get the uh, the advent calendars with the chocolates for the kids. Always a tradition. My mom had them for Chris and I, and she always gets them for the grandkids. And Maggie, I guess she's been really good. Like, she's she doesn't really get into stuff. Not a lot. Um, not a lot of misbehavior, but man, I think as she's just getting old, like this shows some real personality shifts. Yeah. And one of the things is like she's getting stuff from the counter, which she never did. She pulled his advent calendar off the off the table, and like with micro precision, like opened all of the doors, <laughs> like it was takes out some tools. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and ate all the chocolate. This was probably like December second, December third. So like she ate. 21 22 of them so we went we got another one and she like had the taste for it man and brennan left it on the kitchen island but left it close enough and she flipping got into that one and shredded that one i don't know why the the method changed <laughs> and so we had ended up with <laughs> too tedious too tedious in, in a span of yeah 36 hours i mean that dog had 45 individual chocolates and did like, she get sick oh yeah <laughs> okay. Okay. oh yeah i was waiting for that part and, li uh, and she loved it she loved every minute of it liz texted me i was at work i was on shift and liz texted me and she was like 
Maggie shoot everywhere and stuff. And when I when when she said that, I was like, oh, you know, clean it up, blah blah. blah. And she's just like, I'm gagging. And she sends me some pictures. I mean, it looked like you like, you know, when somebody just like smashes a pumpkin or a watermelon on the ground, just like like all over the blast <laughs> oh, and God. stuff. And I came home and I was like, God, the whole house smells like shnipe. <laughs> this is terrible. And we put her in that upstairs bathroom in the middle of the hallway there. And I was like, I'm not until I start seeing regular poos, like she's gonna stay in here. And that night, dude, mm. she maybe we went out for a couple of hours and she sprayed every wall <laughs> just and it was just like, you know, lift the tail. Merry Christmas. You know, like a John sang after O'Charlie's. Exactly. Exactly. That when, should have been on the poop. Pile. When Maggie came into, when we ran to you guys at the park that one, that <laughs> one day. Yeah. You tell the story better than I do, but Ma- Maggie's been, uh, she fluctuates in weight over the years. I hadn't seen her in, in probably she, two or three years. Like she just got sick recently, lost a ton of weight. We thought she was going to leave. Lo and behold, my wife falls in love with another dog and gets Wally, brings Wally home while Maggie make, makes a perfect recovery. And that's how we... She's that's like, that's wait a minute, who's oh, this really? guy? Yeah, I'm, back. Got, I'm back, I'm well, back. That, that was the whole thing. Is, Where's the is, chocolate? <laughs> Liz sends a text to our family thread that's like, hey, like, Maggie's taking a real turn here. She she's, quit she's, eating. She's, she's she not, quit she's eating not, altogether. She's, she's getting real gaunt. Like, you guys, if, if anybody wants to come say goodbye to this, you know, this family. Because, I mean, they are. They're family. Yeah, it sucks. And then, like two days later, it's like we got a puppy, and there's just like all these pictures of this new dog, <laughs> and none of Maggie's would be like, "Oh, he's so cute. Oh, we love." It was not two days. Hard liking this picture. I'm like, wait. To be clear, the old dog did it die? What happened here? Did we just <laughs> oh, she's wash this away? <laughs> we put her down the sink. <laughs> so, but uh yeah maggie lost a bunch of weight but at the time maggie was always running like super slim and trim she's a she's like a boxer mix she's got a bunch of different uh mutt in her and uh i saw andrew at the dog park over there um by old quest and i was uh he was like hey what's up just talking to him and meanwhile, we- my dog is doing figure eights <laughs> between my his, legs, between his legs, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know what happened in the time or whatever." Because I met your friend, your your yeah, coworker, Doug, Doug yeah, was yeah. with me, and because he had, we were there because he had two yeah. little dogs, and they were, we were meeting up and whatnot. And he was like, "Dude, where's Maggie?" And I just kind of looked down. And I'm like, "But," and he and the look on Andrew's face, he was like, "Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the dog that I'm asking about is circling my legs. Like, uh, Whoa, couldn't Maggie! Be, couldn't be closer to me. And in my mind, bef- like Maggie's super thin, you know, um, athletic, and and then I, and the dog that's between my legs is not Maggie. You could ride her. Uh, on Just account- looks up. <laughs> so I say, where's your dog? It's Maggie. I thought it was weird that he's, he's not here with his dog. Brittany, where's your dog? Dude, she's between your legs. <laughs> oh, God. Maggie. Oh, damn. I put her on a strict diet after that. We, I, got it, I got it. That was like when I'm I was sorry, super into running sorry. for I a while. Can... When did she grow that oh. knob on her, on her chest? <laughs> yeah, that is well, gross. Like, <laughs> a core, core memory for her when Andrew fat shamed her at the... Oh, God. <laughs> Shortly oh, after that, your God he said, heaven. do you hear what Nathan just yeah. asked? He said, when did she grow the knob on her <laughs> <laughs> The speed bag? 
But the knob's gone, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and they oh, won. Dude. Was that part of the bounce back? You cut the knob off and... <laughs> the knob was three years ago. Three, three and a half almost. On Liz, delay. Liz won a contest, Liz right? Won, Liz, won, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Liz won a contest because they put googly eyes on the knob. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I guess I gotta to tell this one now. Sure, why not? She Maggie grew like a she had like a growth. Some dogs get like those little skin tags and stuff. And she got one like right in between her front legs on her chest. And she's got this she's she's like a fawn colored and got a white patch that comes down her chest. And that little it first was like a little thumb. And then it just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. You could tell it's just like holding like all kinds of blood and whatever in there and it's my like unborn twin. Sagging. <laughs> It looked like teeth. Dibibotsi. It straight up looked like a, just a testicle bag just hanging off of her Also chest. known as a scrotum. Like a testicle <laughs> bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, picture this. Is it a whole bag of testicles? Picture a bag. <laughs> now make it the color skin. No, but hers was jet black. Oh, was Her, it black? Yeah, testicle bag was jet black. It's like a joystick. <laughs> yeah, so you said when you said it was a speed bag, I was like, that's a perfect. Yeah. I just remember it perfect description. As such. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> she'd be sitting there, and it was like high enough, like when she'd be sitting there just chilling, and she'd turn her head, and there'd be like a delay, and that thing would just like swing. <laughs> and we had this, and we ended up cutting it off. Liz, uh, they had this, some contest at her work, and they, uh, they give the prize money was like six seven hundred dollars if you win this video contest and it was it could be about anything and they give you money they give you two hundred dollars to make a video and then if you win you get 600 more or something like that and the surgery to take this thing off was like right around six to eight hundred dollars and so i was like well, what if was we just a video about the the yeah? yeah. Have you the, seen it? The ball sack. No. I'll send it to you. It was yeah, they like so put, they put like bag. sorry they put like bag. Ball sack. <laughs> yeah AKA. they put like it was funny. Eyes it was a good video. It. Yeah, the funny the the back story about those videos is like because that contest they've done it every year for like ten years and it's like that's the thing is they'll give you anybody yeah. here. We'll give you 200 bucks to make a video. You just have to show us what you did. And then whoever had the most creative thing that they did with that $200. So basically, you're getting $200 for free. You just have to show what you did with it. So did you have to pay for the surgery beforehand? Or did you have to pay for the surgery and then get... And then yeah, that, we were banking then, on it. And then you won because well, I mean, we, of the full circle. We wanted to do it. The competition is pretty terrible. Bro, these videos, it was like... Like there was literally a guy that had he videoed himself and he's like, I bought this on Amazon here. It just arrived and just videotapes like a package on his and I she was showing me some of these these contestants and I was like, We're like in. We, can, we can totally take this. It was him. It was a guy building a model of some sort of anime guy with like a big sword sitting on a throne and he was like building it so it I just like puts fast, a time lapse of video fast motion like him just gluing pieces and painting them just like so now we all know how cool you are <laughs> the competition was pretty low we're yeah, all we dragon got speed bag is gone speed you, bag is gone and she's in a she's got a third wind I, that's right I've, i'm always curious about dogs sixth sense of just things and and uh it kind of freaks me out walking winnie and taking her for walks, and she'll obviously she's sniffing around at stuff, 
but like she will like stop on a dime at like a house and just like look in it that's completely dark and i'm just like i, I mean i don't know what your thoughts know? are yep. on like yep you know spiritual sparks from 600 feet (laughs) that's probably what it is but i'm always just like oh like when i'm on a walk with a dog and they're just like or it's always interesting to me how dogs react to people like if some dogs just absolutely love anybody but if they do not like a person like how many pedophiles have pet your dog yeah i'll carry on yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. think about it all the time. Well, uh, yeah, I'm just like the the sixth sense or the sense into like whether or not somebody's a good person or whether yeah. or not somebody somebody's got got something in them or I, just it really yeah. freaks me out walk, when I walk the dog because every night she will stop at this one house and and look mm. at it and I'm just like, oh man, I need to find a different route. What house? Like, it's <laughs> just down the. It's just down there. (laughs) 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 That's funny. My brother has said the same thing. My, uh, Eric has said, you know, whether it's our, the family dog we had first or the one after he does not like it when the dog will look, this will be in the house, but like, look at a spot, like look up in the ceiling or something. Eric's always been like, no. Don't know <laughs> what do you, the dog will just yeah. stare at something yeah. not super good, but ears go back a little bit and it's just looking like it sees something it yeah. doesn't maybe doesn't necessarily like. Eric hates that. He's like, mm. don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want like the subtle. Like, I don't want to know what you're looking at. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't want to yeah, know yeah. what you see that I can't see. But I also, but the, to me, I'm like, what is it you're seeing? I want to see whatever you're seeing. I want to, not in the house, well, you don't, think, yeah, no, I not think, in the house, no. But well, I have never thought about this ever. Like ever? I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like this. Well, no, like, you just I, you're dead inside. So. Well, but I think there could be two. Both both things can be true. Like like that the weirdness of like is there that sixth sense thing? But like we we've noticed like lately, I was our dog Hazel was doing that, and I I started just watching like where she was doing it. Like in the backyard, she kept growling toward our shed, and so you know I checked the shed, nothing was going on, and then then eventually I was just staring blankly out the window drinking my coffee and i saw this fat like field rat that had dug <laughs> a hole under the shed come mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. so and, you know some I, of its animals sure. yeah well i think it's animal nature like they just can hear and smell like hundreds of times more than we can so they're probably like cockroach in the ceiling you know but that's not to dismiss there's probably some of that yeah. i I'm, I'm not saying that there's there's it's could be it is yeah yeah maybe they say like dogs will they can sense death. Dogs and beer. No, dogs and bees. Can sense death? <laughs> death or fear. Oh, fear. Fear of death. Well, they can, uh, like, is it dogs that they will go away by themselves to die? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And cats. Mm-hmm. And cats. Yeah. Just to be equal. Dog, Have you all ever lovers. lost a dog or a cat? Yeah. Sometimes I pretend in hopes that it'll make it less painful, which this is not how it's going to work out. I'll tell Devin that I'm like, Man, we're gonna miss him, aren't we? Or like, we've only got a couple more years. I'll just like be joking, just and I, and the, the the pretense of the joke will be because it's it's gonna be so brutal when we have to because we've never had to put a dog down that's just our dog. We've put the first dog we put down the uh, uh, Gracie the Golden was our family dog, and then my parents' dog they just put down not too long ago was their dog. I mean, in the family, but they're you know their dog. So I know a long time though. Yeah, enough integrated enough into the family, that, but. Oh man, we we so we have not yet had to put down our pet like as a married couple, and so I'll be. He turns seven next month, 
And so I'll just like, the jokes get fewer and far between, but I started doing those. She does not like them. When I'm like, he's been, he's been good for us, babe. How old? How old is it all? Seven. Seven. He'll be seven. You meant, you mean like, either way, lost a dog or? Yeah, you mean put. Or like if you have, like they say, I saw something about a dog that was gone for three years and he just, you know, the, they lost him and he came back to the, the owners or, I mean. Oh, you yeah, mean losses and like oh, put okay. down? So you mean physically. No, there was no, a cat out way. in Seattle that walked like 150 miles back to where the original house was. Or Homeward something. bound. Summited right like, here. Yeah. Uh, Liz's family cat, they had like a very Garfield looking cat. I cannot remember the name of it. Crap, that's that makes for a bad story. But they socks or boots they, or something. No, it, it left for a while. It was, it was, it was Monica. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> I love that Courtney calls her that. I've never heard her do that. It's good. They lost their they lost the cat somewhere and then not but three or four years ago the chip was scanned and they got a notification. I mean they this cat has been gone for years and they got a notification that like, hey, your your cat was pinged at this Wow. And like somebody had adopted this cat, brought him in, raised it, and then lost the cat and somebody picked it up, brought it to the man society. And, but like, what a weird thing. Like if your if your animal just disappears, didn't Justin then, McCarty have that happen? Oh yes. Didn't he have like right. a pretty notable yes. like on the news or something where he, Oh yeah. Little Jack Russell maybe. Is that right? Yeah. The, it like, uh, had had another family yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Had, wa- had wandered off on the McCarty. When you, when you said lost, did you mean actually lost or like life like is died lost? or like uh, ran away and came back? I apologize well, I mean, if it, I took it in that direction. This is not, this is not, I mean, this I'm is so an organic sorry. conversation, buddy. So you could, what did you mean by you the meant, question? Uh, no, I meant like it gone missing. Uh, no. uh, your wife was, I think the only person, Mary was the only person that helped me when Hobbs, our cat, who, just to give you a quick view of Hobbs, you could see him from outer space. He was so big and so fat. <laughs> and uh, he he was a Garfield-type cat that would just eat your pizza and pasta and then just do his own thing. And he disappeared, like, I don't know, like year eight or nine that we had him. And uh, I didn't realize, like, how much this, like, cat meant to me. Mm. You know, he goes, and it was more about, I think, just because he was always a constant presence that was always around and always just, it was doing his thing. And um, I don't know, something about like he depended on me because I had him right before we got married. Anyway, so he goes missing and, you know, a couple of days goes by and it was like, he was an indoor outdoor cat. We had like a pet door and I was like, okay, you know, it's normal. It's springtime. Cats can go out and kind of do what they do. Then about a, a week went by, and I was starting to feel like, oh, okay, this. I mean, the not knowing was the the mm. part that was like, you know, did he did he get hit by a car? You know, did some fat lady keeping him in a garage feeding him tuna? Like, what's what's <laughs> up with Hobbs? And um, and I just started feeling this like like he's he's gone. Like I'll never know the end of that story. And we had lost um, jumping around. Like we had lost a cat in our family that. I, I was notorious. I brought home all sorts of like animals. Like uh, my mom talks, I brought home owls, anything I could find. I'd just bring back to the house. And I had this stray cat that they ended up taking to, to Florida. And to this day, they think it got eaten by an alligator. Ugh. So like all these things are in my head with Hobbs. 
And so as a last-ditch resort, I'm relatively you know, newly married to Lorelai to, to then propose, like, hey, I'm ready to drop some cash on one last effort to find Hobbs. And I found this, like, classified ad from this guy in Cincinnati that's like a pet detective, like said it in yeah. the mm-hmm. in the back when people used paper. And uh, so I call him up and he comes down and he's got these two like, I don't know if they were actual hound dogs, but he's got like beagle-esque dogs in a van and he's a school teacher. Of, and in his off time, he goes out and helps people try to find their pets. No way. So he opens his van up and these dogs are wearing like these like like fluorescent vests, looks kind of official. And uh, he's like, you got any, like, bed linens and stuff for your your cat? I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, here's some (laughs) stuff. And he puts it in the dog's faces. And then, like, for it was, like, middle it was so hot. That's what I remember. And we went out for, like, two days with this guy. Mm. Just, like, trying. And we found, like, six cats that weren't hobs. <laughs> oh no! He would eat this him. He'd stay at a local hotel. I'd have to pay. I'd flip in all the bills that he's staying at, and he'd come to me early. Oh, Best man. time to find him is the crack of dawn, because they're like doing their cat thing, and or at dusk, dusk and dawn. So we'd go out, and then, but then I took it next level. I was like, give me those dogs, because he was, you know, and these dogs, whatever they were going for, they're full on, like Running. dragging you through like brambles, and like I was my t-shirt was shredded and i was cut up and we didn't find shish kebab <laughs> i've never heard I, the story I, I think i paid about i think when all was said and done probably between eight and a thousand dollars to this oh, guy man. and found nothing and there was nothing like he didn't promise anything you paid uh-huh. half up front and i mean to be fair he showed, oh he did make these like ginormous like like reward signs he's like you got to make them big and bright and you got to put a reward for five hundred dollars on there. <laughs> like, we plastered, must have been twenty of those, just driving around. And, and, like, and your wife Mary, door to door, we went with these flyers. This, yeah. Um, and then just top it all off, I'll just land this plane. No, like you're... day ten, something like that. Like, I hear this, the pet door, <laughs> and occasionally you get a you know random. Like one time, Hobbs, he didn't know how to kill things. He dragged a rabbit into our kitchen and like like oh, let it rabbit. go, and it was half maimed. Oh. So I'm like, oh god, opossums in the house. I get up and I see, I see this this the back end of a cat in our oh. pet door, and he's like trying to get through the pet door, and he finally one last thrust comes through the pet door, and he's got a. Basically, he's got like two Fazoli breadsticks in his mouth. <laughs> he's on a bender. Just, just bender. He looks like crazed. Like he's, he's half cross-eyed he's anyway. Sugared and, up. Yeah. So, yeah. So I spent a shit ton of money and it was like, but I celebrated like the prodigal cat that come home. I was like, I my boy, that. my boy. I love it. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah get out of here, pet detective. Yeah, yeah. And then I, oh, then $47 I, a Waffle House. always breast. <laughs> yeah. He and the pet detective. He was probably feeding him. <laughs> oh, dude. He's like, hey, my sugar nuts. <laughs> you want one of these? I paid for your my sugar nuts in a dirty movie. Did they? <laughs> How many, how many you're, vibrating you're bits mush, you for? <laughs> my sugar nuts. I'm going to need the Spice Channel tonight for this one. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Now, the 500, that's on your belt, right? 
Uh, Spice. <laughs> How many now? Did those both Hobbs and Tucker made it internationally with you? Oh yeah, yeah. They. It was never a question in my mind that they weren't going to move overseas with us. Lorelai, you can ask her sometimes. She may have not thought that was happening. I sold my motorcycle to pay for them to go. Whoa, and, dude! But the day they arrived, it's like. They, you mentioned earlier, they, you know, pets become family. They, they, they were the, they were my fuzzy lads. Like they just, when they got there, it was like, hey, we're all together. You mm -hmm. know, it was before we had kids, and then we had a kid, and that dynamic just shifts a bit. But they were still being them. Like I was amazed how much, probably more than us. Like in London, people gravitated toward both of them, like Tucker and Hobbs, really? where their culture is very kind of like standoffish. Man, you go to the park or people show up at the house and it was just like walls falling down because they're, you know, I've still got when when Tucker died, like I had so many people that he rippled into their lives, like in England, Australia, people were just sending like all these things of where they took him out to the park and, you know, just loved running like out Richmond Park and seeing deer and just seeing Tucker just be a dog the pictures i never made it out there which i to to see you all when you were living there but i remember some of the pictures where you would you know the green space and it was just tucker running and it's like oh tucker the underbite and they do yeah. they do it right yeah think about it he went from being a stray dog that got picked up some weirdo at a monastery to then over there you could take your dogs just in the pub so he and i would go on big river walks and yes. just go in and sit down and have a pint and i'd pour a beer and a bowl for him and we'd just hang out you know, and you could just, you know, talk to your dog. Yeah. Well, I, I was sad when, when both Hobbs and Tucker, because they were, they really were, I mean, especially like we were, we were around you at that point in life a lot. And it was, man, they they were very much staples. Like you say, they were your fuzzy lads, like for sure. That was, it was just like, Tucker, where's Hobbs? Where's, you know. Yeah, they became iconic. Like, yeah. you know, and you guys, yeah, you kind of grew up with them. So it was yeah. kind of everybody's pets like they yeah. they and they had that rescue mentality like i don't know how much translates but i think dogs and cats or any animal that's either rescued or adopted hmm. there is something that they understand that they were spared from something hmm. you know that they tend to act different you know i don't have a ton of empirical evidence to base that on but i i, I know this like new dog we have she's got none of that <laughs> well, that's well. I've always thought that, that there is a spiritual. I mean, for sure. I mean, I mentioned the the sight into the unseen or the sixth sense, where I'm that. But man, like there is the love that you have, especially if you're an animal person. But the the connection and they know when you're upset. Like man, I remember just times Chester, our dog, just sitting with them and just like they're they're always there. And especially being a night owl, who like my wife will go to bed like. It's me and the dog, or yeah, it's me and, and you're just sitting there, and, and they are a constant is a good word. Like they come in, and they they know you and your ups and your downs, and they know, you know, some of the stuff that a lot of people don't. So, dad was always like, our the chief is not a very emotional guy. Like, dude never cries, like none of that, and uh, doesn't really talk about any of that stuff but man when a pet would like i remember when the cat died the cat was the first one and i was just like oh my god who? which was a stray that he brought in and i was like who is this man like he was 
devastated. And then every every time after that, Mia, when Mia died, we were out of high school, and like I went, like I was like, hey, I'll go, I'll bury it for you, and buried it in the backyard because he just like could not, could not get himself to do it. Or yeah. It's interesting in some sense too, because when you start life with a pet or when you bring a pet into the family, it's a, the clock starts ticking. Mm. So you're like, not the, not the, it's, but you will, it will be very sad at some point Mm -hmm. and you'll probably outlive that pet if everything goes right. And then you will, it it will be sad, very sad for, you know, is it going to be seven years or not? You kind of just like, well, we've got this pet, and it's quite a measurement of time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting like way to to piece out time passing and to like mark it by kind of like we do COVID almost, where it's like, was that pre? What was going on with the pet at that point? Like, what was Bentley <laughs> doing when this happened, or what was? You know, he, he threw up on the carpet, so we still had carpet before he renovated the den, and like you can kind of do all this time stamping with. With the with the pet. Oh, I still like fighting like, fish. Like iPhones wreck me because like the kids are into making films now, little movie things, and they'll just do this amalgamation of all these photos and start, oh, and yeah. like they'll spring that stuff on me, and I'm just like, I, I need a moment, you know. Oh, just to put the do- they'll put Tucker and Hobbs oh, in it. Absolutely. Yeah, which yeah. you know, I, it's actually been um, redirect if you need to, but like I, I I think it's been cathartic too because I've had a lot of loss in life like you know people that have died and just friends that have died and uh and animals too pets that have died and then um i think when honestly when tucker and hobbs died i think that was the first time i'd actually uh started grieving Mm -hmm. like it because i knew it was coming and i didn't i think i don't remember who said it to me but it was like they they kind of just put it to me like are you you know because my my general thing is to compartmentalize and and avoid it you know um so when that was coming i was anticipating that i would just kind of wall it off and the the challenge was like you know it's almost like a disrespect like are you going to disrespect their memory by blocking that out Mm -hmm. you know i had had two black labs that got um out um, probably in my, right before I met some of you guys, like, I think like maybe in my late twenties, um, Rob McLeod had brought them home. I ended up keeping them effing McLeod and, um, <laughs> and, uh, they got out one night and we lived over in Palomar and they both got hit by a car on Harrodsburg road, Gosh. killed them both. And I, oh man. I, I, it just, there's something in me that, uh, spiritually speaking, it wrecked me a bit because I was like new in faith stuff and just like, how am I to trust? Like, when the thing, I mean, I guess the narrative was always like, the things that I love always seem to die, Mm -hmm. you know, from my grandparents, you know, to my, you know, recently brother in law. It's like, that seems, but, but the reality is like, I'm not gonna get too philosophical, but like death is part of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, and then animals and pets—they're so unconditional with it, you know. And 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 yeah. when they're at their best, they're just doing what a cat does. They're doing what a dog does, you know. And it's like they, whether the debate is they may or may not have souls, but love is love. Yeah. So like, if you're entering into that, it's like 
you're not going to get too much closer to unconditional love than a dog. Right. I mean, cats will tell you to fuck off. <laughs> but a dog. I mean, just the, hey, where you been? Where you been? Yeah. I just went to the bathroom, you know. And um, per unit of time, right? It's like oh. you get, I mean, if, I don't know, with the, get tw- 20 years is it? Well, I know, Un- I mean, most but, dogs going like, out and tapping out around you know, 10 I don't, or 11. I don't think I've ever, that's, I didn't know, A, that he lived that long. I don't think I've ever heard of another dog that I have met that lived that Live that long, but I think yeah too, because like it's, either there it's a finite amount of time, but it's all it's mostly all good. That's the yeah. fu- that's what's fun. It's like yeah. oh man, you're like yeah. having a dog is mostly it's fun. Yeah, and let's say you eat a turd and try to lick your yeah, face. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, well, there's totally a, happens. Well, there's a you smell like shit. Cool. What, what, what'd, you, what'd you get into? Your breath is <laughs> off. <laughs> you are a dog. Is that dead squirrel cologne? What is that? I do have a question for yeah. you all. Dogs, do they sleep on the bed or off the bed? Oh. Or does it depend on the... My... I guess there's... I mean, there's variables, but your general philosophy is it? My life being gone every third day... They sleep on the bed yeah. that night. In your absence. So, like, I am mm-hmm. fighting for my spot <laughs> when I come back. And, and Wally. Size bed is a. It's a king. Okay. So, there's plenty of room for everybody, but man, they like, yeah. especially like Maggie. Maggie doesn't like to get kicked and she kind of likes her spot. So, she, it's odd because she sleeps underneath the bed on my side. And like, when I'm there, she sleeps underneath. And sometimes she'll kind of like guard the door with 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 Liz when I'm gone and stuff, and she'll sleep in like this little basket bed that we've got. But when I'm there, she sleeps underneath me, which is kind of strange. Huh. And Wally will just like 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 a starfish just laid out. He becomes four times yeah, bigger when he yeah, it's so up. annoying. Britain's so. like, I haven't slept in thirty six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in the bed. No bed, but all couch. Like she'll she'll do the couch, yeah. but no yeah. bed anymore. Yeah, like maybe a nap. Or you? Yeah. What, what are you? I wanted to be a bed person, but the practicality of it. Your dog's huge. Yeah, Bentley's about seventy pounds. Um, he actually likes so he he now sleeps on his bed that's on my side, just you know on the floor. But I I thought I was going to be a, somebody who wanted the dog on the bed all the time, but then the quality of sleep just suffered. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's, it is, it's a little sad how bad my sleep became just even knowing there's a dog. And even when we went from a, definitely not on a queen, it's impossible. And you're someone bed. who values quality sleep. Well, I'm good at it. I never have trouble sleeping. <laughs> so when it gets interrupted, it's like, oh, that's not how it should be. See, I'm um, in, I'm in this predicament like this. right now where Bo will... What two three times a night we're trying to break him of coming in and he wants I used to, to get in that, our bed yeah. and yep. like I almost would I want to get in your go, bed you won't let me in ever <laughs> no Andrew not tonight and she, and Mary <laughs> Mary like is so asleep that she's like come on in here yeah she doesn't yep. remember well he probably well, probably like, knows where to go he knows who's gonna let him in right yeah yeah he yeah, knows yeah, yeah. Yeah. he goes yeah. to her side and I'm like I remember doing you that you need to go he's like no, no. so I'm like I'm gonna sleep on the couch like I, I slept great what are you talking about. <laughs> But yeah. So anyway, if I had like a triple king, then maybe the dog would be up there. But triple king, it's a thousand pound sister bed. <laughs> <laughs> the way that we'll end this, if nobody has anything else, is there's a there's a clip from uh, the Johnny Carson show, I think in the eighties, um, and he's got Jimmy Stewart on, and Jimmy Stewart 
just kind of off the cuff asks if he can read this poem about this dog. Thing. It's a good clip. It's really it's good. A really clip. good clip. But if you're listening to this, uh, this is this is Jimmy Stewart, famous actor, uh, made famous by uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." Uh, what is it? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Jimmy Stewart uh, classics. <laughs> Rather than us have to have to try to, to end this, this is Jimmy Stewart on Johnny Carson. I'd encourage you guys, if you're listening to this, maybe press pause here and, and dial it up on YouTube. You can find it. We'll so, send the link out. Great little pull over if you're driving. Pull over. Now, the, the title of it is, is Bo. That's, that's the name of the dog. He never came to me when I would call unless I had a tennis ball. Or he felt like it. But, <laughs> but mo mostly, he didn't come at all. When, when he was young, he never learned to heal or sit or stay. He did things his way. Discipline was not his bag. But when you were with him, things sure didn't drag. He'd dig up a rose bush just to spite me. And when I'd grab him, he'd turn and bite me. <laughs> He bit lots of folks from day to day. The, the, the delivery boy was his favorite prey. <laughs> the gas man wouldn't read our meter. He said we owned a real man-eater. <laughs> he set the house on fire, but the story's long to tell. The, suffice to say that he survived and the house survived as well. And on evening walks, and Gloria took him. He was always first out the door. The old one and I brought up the rear because our bones were sore. And he'd charge up the street with mom hanging on. What a beautiful pair they were. And if it was still light and the tourists were out, they created a bit of a stir. But every once in a while, he'd stop in his tracks and with a frown on his face, look around. It was just to make sure that the old one was there to follow him where he was bound. We're, we're early to betters in our house. I guess I'm the first to retire. And as I'd leave the room, he'd look at me and get up from his place by the fire. He knew where the tennis balls were upstairs, and I'd give him one for a while, and he'd push it under the bed with his nose, and I'd dig it out with a smile. But before very long, he'd tire of the ball and he'd be asleep in his corner in no time at all. And there were nights when I'd feel him climb upon our bed and lie between us, and I'd pat his head. And there were nights when I'd feel this stare, and I'd wake up and he'd be sitting there, and I'd reach out to stroke his hair, and sometimes I'd feel him sigh, and I think I know the reason why. He'd, he'd wake up at night, and he would have this fear of the dark, of life, of lots of things, and he'd be glad to have me near. And now he's dead. And there are nights when I think I feel him climb upon her bed, and lie between us, and I pat his head. And there are nights when I, when I think I feel that stare, 
and I reach out my hand to stroke his hair, and he's not there. Oh, how I wish that wasn't so. I'll always love a dog named Bo. I love my dog as much as I love you. But you may think my dog will always come true. All he asks from me is the food to give him strength. All he ever needs is love, and that he knows he'll get. So I love my dog as much as I love you. But you make the thing, my dog will always come through. All the pay I need comes a shining through his eyes. I don't need no cold water to make me realize that I love my dog as much as I love you. For you make a thing, my dog will always come through. sent this to Britain. I was like, man, have you seen this? Did you ever see that? Or I referenced it, and then I sent it to yes, you. Yeah. And then I immediately sent, I was like, make sure you're, you're like, you have a, a moment to yourself before you watch this. And you'll see why Britain was just like, Jesus, what are you trying to do to me? I'm at, the I'm at work. <laughs> God. Hey, Soup, you crying? He's like, I'm sitting in a room full of pop billy beer drinking, man. But anyway. Billy, uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. This is great. John's out. You're in. <laughs> John. See you later, Snowbro. Miss you, John. Bye, John. Miss you every day. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, John. <laughs> Hello, John.